Welcome to the Amazing Clocks Podcast on the Black Love Podcast Network. My name is Anthony Clark. And I'm Melanie Clark. And we are the Amazing, Amazing Clocks. Clarks. We're both award-winning certified life and love coaches and a husband and wife duo that have been coaching together as a team for 22 years and that have been passionately in love for 30. They call us the Amazing Clocks because we empower people to live amazing lives. And you are joining us here for our love revolution, where we discuss ideas and concepts that help us love ourselves and others more because we need more love in the universe. That's right. No matter what level you're on, we're here to take you higher. So today we have another amazing episode for you listeners. And uh, today's topic is give it to a Melanie. What to do during your waiting season while you are waiting for your person. Hmm, that sounds like a good one. Yeah. That's going to be good. It's yeah, good. it's going to be fun. Yeah, and of course, this is for you singles out there that are like, what do I do? What do I do? Don't <laughs> worry, we got you. Um, we know it's hard for you. We know what you're going through. And we're here to bring you some relief and some guidance. Yes. But before we jump into that, what we want to do is catch up with the clock. So, baby, what's new that you want to share with the listeners? Um, I've had an amazing week. I have been <laughs> really enjoying my life, chilling. Nice. Nice. working out we are living our best life right now we were talking to the kids the other day and they're like you guys are like retired and we're still working but yeah. it is like we're semi-retired right yes we yes. are just kind of going with the flow we have a very easy but mm-hmm. productive schedule so i've been doing that and then my favorite thing i've been doing uh-huh. is i have been binging on um love is blind and i am loving that show wow. so i've just been doing that enjoying it you've just been doing you yes just been doing me yeah. how about you um i agree i'm just still enjoying our amazing life yeah and you know we are very, very blessed to do what we do. Yeah, and we just are. the other day, I was thinking, we were actually talking about it. It was like, man, this is great. We get to help people. We get to change lives. Mm-hmm. We get to make a living off of it. We have a lot of freedom. We get to yes. enjoy each other. Um, I just love it. We're very, very blessed. And sometimes it, it's easy to, to take it for granted. Yeah. You know, because it's the norm. Mm-hmm. But I love when we take the time to stop and just to reflect and, and just be aware of of how fortunate we are. We could be stuck at some nine to five at a job that we hate. We're doing what we want to do. Yeah. You know, um, we're manifesting. We manifested this. We We manifested our life. We manifested our life years ago. I was telling a client yesterday, it all started with us just wanting to be able to have coffee in bed together every day. Like that was the goal. Mm -hmm. And we just focused on that and everything changed. Like our business grew and we literally do that. We wake up every morning and have coffee in bed together and our whole life supports that. That's amazing. Yeah. And I love that too, because when we coach people, they can feel that, that yeah. we're not just talking the talk, that we actually walk it. Yeah. And that helps them to buy in. And we're not teaching by, you know, ideology. We're yeah. teaching by example. Yeah. Well, and it, it just shows that manifesting is real. And I know a lot of times people, they want to believe manifesting is real, but it's hard when they don't see in physical form what they want right away right but you just got to be patient when you're manifesting what you want you just have to stay in alignment with that energy you know, <laughs> why are you looking at me like that you know i, I already feel know like that's i already setup, know because you're gonna segue. say this is a segue a perfect segue yeah, to the topic melanie yeah yeah good one <laughs> i can good read job. your mind now good job you're smooth after like all that. these years i can literally i was like i know what he's thinking right now Good. Yes, you do. That's yes, you awesome. Do. Good job. Good that. job. So let's let's get to it. Since <laughs> you set it up, let's knock 
lock it down. Let's and knock it out. And the perfect segue, Anthony. Yes, Go for yes, it. Yes, yes, So you're single. You want love. You've been out there dating. You're feeling frustrated because it hasn't come yet. And you know in your heart that it's going to come. Mm-hmm. Good for you. But what do you do in the meantime? It's driving you crazy. You're watching all these other couples in love and you're going, I want that. You're watching, you know, these families with the babies. You're going, I want that. And it's driving you crazy. What do you do in between that gap of time from where you're at until you get to where you want to be? We get a lot of clients that have been in that situation and the tendency is for them to start going to the negative. Yes. And it's not going to happen. And it's not fair. And getting out of alignment with dating, and I hate dating. The truth is, the more that you do that, the less that it makes you a match to what it is that you want to attract. And actually, you push what you want further away from you. And so there lies the struggle. And then even with the positive talk, people tell you, just hang in there, you're going to get it, you're going to get it. But then there's always that little voice in the back of your head that goes, liar. It may not ever happen. And then you're back thinking about it from the negative mindset. And so one of the recommendations that I have is that basically it works like this. When you stop noticing the lack of it, that's when it's going to show up. Mm-hmm. And in this time, while, while you're waiting for it to happen because everything has a gestation period, I recommend that you start being in the moment and focusing on gratitude and appreciation and feeling good. Because if you have that great relationship, once you have that great partner, how are you going to feel? You're going to feel amazing. You're going to feel happy. You're going to feel upbeat. So the key isn't to wait until you meet that person and then start feeling like that. The key is for you to start feeling like that now. Don't wait. When you create that frequency, when you tap into that mindset, then it makes you a match to that thing that you want and you're going to attract it faster. And if you're in the moment and you're living your best life and people always say like, I'm going to live my best life when I find my partner. And it's like actually the opposite. It's once you live your best life, that's when you attract your partner. And if you're living your best life now, appreciating the things around you now, feeling satisfied with what you have now, then you're not going to notice the lack of that love because you're already experiencing it. You're experiencing it in your environment. You're experiencing it in your life and within yourself. And so the more you do that, the faster that you'll attract your ideal partner. Yeah, I agree. Another huge one that you should be doing during your waiting season Mm -hmm. is falling in love with the idea of, I'm going to say the opposite sex or same sex, whatever your preference is. If you want a partner, you got to think about for women, you got to fall in love with men. Your conversation's got to be how much you love men and what you love about men and why you love men and how you want to connect with men. And I think in the dating space, well, I know in the dating space, because we do a lot of coaching, most of the thoughts and conversations are about the problems with men, the problems the things they don't like Mm -hmm. about men, the things that men have done wrong, done bad in the past, all of their past experiences. You literally got to like clear your files and say, you know what? Those were all growing experiences. That is not Mm -hmm. going to be my future experience. What did I get out of it? Like every experience you have in your life, there's going to be good and bad. And Mm -hmm. you can look at the bad and go, oh, this is so bad. This is horrible. And stay focused on that. Then you're going to attract more of that. 
Or you could say, I didn't, that really wasn't my preference. Didn't feel good to me. But you know what? I grew. I learned. I recognized that maybe that guy or that girl wasn't for me. But what did I like about them? I liked these things about them. So now I'm going to build a bear, build a man, build a woman. And I'm going to keep those qualities top of mind that I really, really liked and enjoyed. And I'm going to keep it moving forward and keep adding to that. And eventually, I'm going to manifest someone that has all of the qualities that I have culminated over my dating experience. I tell all my clients, dating is about discovery. Mm -hmm. And I think people go into dating like an interview, right? Are you the one? Are you the one? Are you the one? You should be discovering who people are and be excited to discover who they are. And I hear a lot what a chore it is, how much work it is. Oh, they're taking my time. It's so annoying. Well, if you're married, they're going to be taking your time and they're going to be annoying. So get used to that. Embrace that. Be Mm -hmm. like, I want my annoying person. (laughs) I want my person I wake up to that sometimes I feel joy, sometimes I feel annoyed. You're going to feel all the feels. Mm -hmm. And so trying to control it and make sure that it's only you know, a perfect person is going to hold you hostage. So I would say embracing it all and really realizing that marriage and love encompasses it all too. It's not just one piece of the puzzle. Exactly. Sorry, I babbled a little bit. You can take it from there. You can babble as much as you want to babble, <laughs> <Thank> baby. <you. laughs> and so I agree with you. And also I would add for you listeners is that this is the time for you to start figuring out your preferences. When you're dating people, a lot of people just date to go, okay, um, it's like a numbers game. But dating is a golden opportunity to get more of what you want Mm -hmm. to attract in the future. Mm -hmm. And so each person that you date is going to be unique. So me, for example, when I was dating, I knew that I was going to eventually find love. I knew I was going to find my soulmate. That was a a no-brainer. But for me, it was like in between now and then, not only do I want to work on being the best me possible and trying to expand and be the best potential partners I could be, but I also wanted to get clear on what it is that I wanted in a partner in order to sustain a long-term happy marriage. And in my first marriage, my criteria was that, you know what? She was pretty and she had a vagina. And it was like, okay, good enough. And she had her own place. Basics. Yeah. And so I learned really early on that that's not enough to build and sustain a long, loving marriage. And so after that marriage failed... I realized, like, okay, my first wife, she was pretty, but she wasn't deep. Mm-hmm. And it made me realize I'm a deep guy. I love deep conversations. I want a woman with depth. Right. And so I put that on my list. Like, okay, I need that. And this is the build a bear, the build a chick, the build a man, the build a woman thing that you were talking about. Right. So it was like, okay, and my ideal woman, she needs to be really deep. And then I started dating. And it was like, okay. This one's a great cook, but she's not funny. She has no sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Okay, I need someone that's a great cook and that has a sense of humor. And so I gathered my preferences from dating. And then, okay, now I know what I want my ideal partner. And so when I meet that person, I'll be able to immediately identify her because I know what I'm looking for. It's not a crapshoot. I know what I need because I put in the work. Right. And then when I met you, it was like, wait a minute. She has that? Check. 
She has yeah. this, check, check. And I went through my checklist and you checked mostly all of the boxes. Now, did you check all of them? Mm-hmm. No. Right. But over the overwhelming majority, you did. And then it was like the rest of the things that weren't there, that could be built over time in the relationship. And that's what the relationship building part is. Right. And so if you get a partner that has everything on your list, you're killing it. But if you can get most of what you want on that list, yeah. you're still killing it. Yeah. You know, I, I want to talk a little bit about that checklist thing. I want to make sure that you guys realize you should have connection, reciprocal connection at the top of your list. Because what I see happening with a lot of couples is they check the boxes of the list but the connection piece is missing Mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter if all those boxes check and you don't feel a connection with someone. Eventually it's going to make you feel insecure. You're going to be chasing, you're going to be begging and that sucks. The whole joy of love and marriage and being with someone is that connection. And so the way that you get, you find that connection, the way that you experience that connection is through vulnerability to, Mm. from relating to each other. And I find that people dating are holding back, right? They're waiting. They're like, I'm not going to be vulnerable and open with these people I'm dating until they do this or that, or I find this or I see that. What you're looking for could be there, but because you're not being vulnerable, they're not being vulnerable, and just the representatives are showing up, and there's mm-hmm. so much more under there. Right. And so allowing yourself to be vulnerable when you're on a date and talking to someone, you're going to get to the good, yummy stuff a lot faster, and then you'll know if there's a connection. If there's not a connection... You, you don't take that personally and they don't need to take it personally and just be like, oh, this is not it. It's not a match. Like that is my number one saying. Look at it like I'm looking for a match, a fit. And if someone's not a match, you don't have to walk away from it like, oh, this sucks. Oh, it's not happening. It's just not a match. Keep going. Keep meeting people until you feel that connection and there's a match. You know, it's like when yes. you're with women when you buy shoes yeah, and you like that cute pair of shoes mm-hmm. and all other women in the store, but you don't really want to say the true size that you wear <laughs> and you, you lie about your shoe size. Right. And then you get a pair of shoes that, that you wear fit. that don't fit and they hurt. Yep. And eventually you realize it wasn't worth it. It was, mm-hmm. you want to be comfortable. Yes. And so, The key is to just be honest about what your shoe size is, about who you are. Because in the marriage, it ain't about looking cute. It's Uh about being comfortable Uh and enjoying and feeling good. And and the right fit. And the right fit. Uh That's right. And so be honest about who you are. And I learned that in dating where I was me. Uh And I realized don't hold back. Yes, you were. And (laughs) And it was like, what you see is what you're going to get. And yep. some people ran away screaming, yeah. and, but that was okay because they weren't the match for me, but they knew who I was. And that's why I was able to attract you because you knew who I was when you met me. Yes. I wasn't hiding anything. Yeah. And you were like, I like that. Mm-hmm. Not, I want to change that. Yeah. It was like, I like that. I've yes. been looking for that. And you were like that with me as well. You weren't a fixer upper, Anthony. Right. I need to fix you up. You know, you have to be vulnerable, be who you are. It's not about impressing somebody. 
It's about finding someone that's the right match for you. And I wanted someone that was just as crazy about me as I was about them. Yes. And I met a lot of women that were crazy about me, but they were cool, but I wasn't crazy about them. And it was like, no, that's not a good fit. I want someone that's going to see that I'm amazing. Just like I could look at them and go, wow, you're amazing. And they're going to look back at me and think the same thing. So that's what I wanted. And that's what I got. So overall, what we're saying is that if you're waiting, then I wouldn't recommend it. If you're waiting, there's so much work. There's so much growth. There's so many things that you you could be doing and experiencing and experiencing, expanding and growing that you're not going to notice the lack of a partner if you're doing it that way. I compare it to like planting seeds and you're enjoying the process of planting seeds. And when you least expect it, you're going to turn around one day and there's going to be this huge forest behind you. And you're going to be like, whoa, look at that. I didn't even notice it. Why didn't you notice it? Because you were enjoying the process, the journey of the seed planting. And that's how it works in dating. And we did the same thing. We were planting our seeds, having fun planting seeds. And we knew that they're going to grow when the time is right. And when we turned around, it was like, wow, yeah, there it goes. I also want to add, like, just you're you're right. You're planting seeds, but live your life. You shouldn't be waiting. You Mm -mm. should be living. Mm -mm. You should be enjoying tomorrow. You should be enjoying your friends, your family. If you can travel, travel, read books, do all the things that you are not going to have time to do when you are married and you have a house full of kids. You should be soaking it up, living your best life right now. And when you're living your best life, you're radiating that energy. I, I tell women especially, like, turn your love light on. Nice. And I, what like, I, I mean, love that. And what I mean by that is when you go out into the world, when you are at work, when you are at Starbucks, you should be radiating love. You should be radiating, I love my life. I feel good about where I'm at because that's attractive. Very That attractive. makes the opposite sex pick up that energy and they want to come and talk to you. They want to connect with you. Come to the so light. So you come literally light. have... <laughs> Stop it. You literally have your, you have a spirit. And when you open yourself up, when you're out and about, people pick it up. But what I find people do is they turn that light off and they do it by not making eye contact. They do it by looking at the ground when they're walking. They do it by, you bet nobody better not talk to me. I hear women say all the time, I want to get married. I want a partner. What's he looking at me for? They hide the light. I can't even believe he came up and talked to me. You need to be like, yes, even if he's not for you. Okay, my light is on. I'm attracting. I like it. I'm going to attract. Okay, I want one like this now. Like people say all the time, like when I get in a relationship, that's when everybody wants to talk to me. You know why? Because your love light is on. You're only turning it on when you're in a relationship. So you turn it on by loving yourself, by knowing what you have to offer. That's another piece. Everyone is talking about what you got, what you got, what you got, what you got. Well, what you got. When I was dating, I knew what I had to offer. I am amazing. I am beautiful. I am fun. I am smart. I am spiritual. I have depth. I'm a good cook. I am nurturing. I am kind. Any man that ends up with me is going to have an amazing partner. I knew that about myself. I'm not waiting for someone outside of me 
to validate me, to show me who I am. I know who I am and that's confidence. So confidence is really looking at yourself and going, I love who I am and I'm excited to bring that into a relationship and share it with someone else. And when you can balance the two, I know who I am and what I'm bringing to the table and I'm excited to share. And I want someone who has these qualities to share who they are with me. And together we are going to slay. Oh, that's when you will attract. But walking around with your head down and crying to your girlfriends, it ain't happening. And another girl's trip where we sit around and bash men and talk about men you're doing it to, bashing women about how they're not this and how they're not that. Not a match to love Mm. and marriage. I agree. And when you sit around and you're waiting, it's like when you're a kid at Christmas Eve Mm -hmm. and you you can't wait for Christmas to come and you're staring at that clock. Yeah. And you're just staring at the clock. And the more you stare, the longer it takes. The more frustrating it becomes. It's like, it's never going to come. It's taking forever. And so don't wait. The key isn't to wait. The key is to just live the best life that you can. Don't wait. Date. That's right. Don't wait, date. And date for discovery. And if they're not it, bless them, release them, and keep dating. That's right. So that was a great episode. Yeah, that's um, a lot. Yes, yes, yes. I hope you guys really enjoyed it. Uh, we definitely did. Hopefully, we gave you some guidance. And we want to thank you guys for trusting us and supporting yes. us. And if you guys haven't gotten a copy of our book, Crack the Code, Secrets to Achieving Your Happily Ever After, make sure you pick up a copy at Amazon.com. If you're interested in coaching with us, make sure you reach out to us at TheAmazingClocks.com. And if you're interested in becoming a life coach, check out our life coach training and certification course at the Law of Attraction, LifeCoachAcademy.com. So there you go, people. We gave it to you. Now what you going to do with it? See you next time. See you next time.